0: Welcome to Teal Table Talks. Teal Table Talks are an in-depth and behind the scenes look at what's going on at Soundscapes and in the community. And today we have our special guest, uh, who you likely recognize, this is Robert Walters, but you probably know him as Bobby Hat, the award-winning nationally recognized local musician. Um, thank you, Bobby, for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for inviting me. Wonderful, well, thank you. So I. I would love, first of all, to just talk a little bit about, about you and your musicianship. You're an incredibly talented musician. Um, how, did, how did you first get into the music?
1: Well, um, actually, it was never part of my plan, it <laughs> was not on my radar at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was much younger, uh, I was part of a kind of a city choir thing, um, and uh, my mother got me involved with in that, one of my school teachers. And then I really didn't think much about music after I left that. And then when I was in college at Cleveland State University, I saw the band War, Hmm. and War had a guy named uh, Lee Oscar who was a harmonica player, Mm -hmm. and I was just mesmerized by what he was doing with the harmonica, and I went out the very next day and bought two harmonicas, different keys, I had no idea, you know, what they, anything about keys or anything like that, so I, and I kept them with me all the time, I could play all the old standards, old Susanna, and you know, all the, the old harmonica songs, and didn't think much about it, and then I joined the military. Mm-hmm. I did 27 years in the Coast Guard, and I always had thank the harmonicas you. with me. Thank you. And, uh, but I had, always had the harmonicas with me. I didn't even know that they were called harps back then, you know, yeah. you know yeah. just harmonicas. Right. Yeah. And, um, but long story short, um, I kept them with me all the time, and, and about, uh, uh, about 2002, uh, a friend of mine invited me out to hear his band, mm-hmm. uh, and it was the Blues Impacts. And I went out and heard the band, they had a harmonica player, and, uh, and at the break I was just talking with him, and I said, yeah, yeah I, I play a little harmonica, and he said, do you? I said, yeah. And he said, well, why don't you let me hear it? So he, he got me to, to bring it out, and I played a couple of notes, he said, well, he said, you really just need to get with a band, and just, you know, in the, and just let it flow. Yeah. And he convinced me to go out to an open mic. My very first open mic was at an old place called Goodfellas in Hampton. Okay, yeah. And uh, a good friend of mine, Will Dirty Red, Gary plays with the Blues at PAX, Um uh, got me to come out with him, and uh, and I remember I was watching them on stage and uh, they were just doing their thing and and then he said I'm gonna invite my friend Bobby Black, uh, Bobby at the time, just Bobby uh-huh. coming up, yeah, and uh, he he literally drugged me on stage, drug, <laughs> kicking and scratching, yeah, and uh, and he started playing this this blues song and and I just started you know just kind of tooting along just kind of yeah. toot toot because I really didn't know what I was doing in the blues side of it I really didn't understand it at that yeah. point, and what he did then he said take a solo. Just threw you in, just said just go. Just threw me, threw Love me in the deep water. Yeah. I almost swallowed the harmonica that night because <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah. But I was bit by the bug. Yeah. I was, and he said, Bobby, he said, you've been playing this harmonica all this time he, to all these different artists and just kind of mimicking them. He said, you just need to, to just immerse yourself in it. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. Wow. And, uh, and from there, it just all grew. Yeah. Because I have been in the military, so I, I had other things in mind, I had other yeah. things to do. And uh, and I remember one night we were at the uh, at open mic, and that's when Don Butcher uh, was there we running the open mic, and uh, and I came in one night with a hat, mm-hmm. and uh, I said, you know, they said if you're a blues guy you gotta have a hat.
0: Okay. You've gotta, you gotta have a
1: hat. And uh, <laughs> I was gonna ask where that had come from. Yeah, you've Gotta okay. have a hat. All right. And I went and got a hat, and then they said and you gotta have a name, you know, have like Blind lemoness or you know some kind of name, and so I was trying to figure out what could I have, but you know mm-hmm. what kind of name could I come up with? So I'm going. Oh something I was going through everything in the and so I said Bobby Black Hat. Bobby Black Hat. And so I told Don Bush, I said, Maybe I'll go by Bobby Black Hat. He got on stage into here's Bobby Black Hat <laughs> About two weeks later it yeah. was so internalized that yeah. that it just it that's the way it came from. Perfect. It just yeah. it just happened. And I've been Bobby Black Hat ever since.
0: That's great. That's great. Well I'm I'm surprised. I figured you'd been Playing your entire life, so to find out
1: that it's kind of well, well, newer I, for you, and, well, but, newer, twenty well, years. I mean. Well, well, you know, it's 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 relatively new for me, but I've been playing harmonica since nineteen seventy two, so I've been playing, just not playing, you know, to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was when I got there got that really because I love blues all that time. Yeah, and I and I mean I went out and bought you know CDs by Sonny Boy. Actually, like it was it was cassette tapes. <laughs> Um, yes. I, I'm dating myself yes. right now, but you know, by Sonny Boy Williamson and you know LPs by Sonny Boy Williamson and and Little Walter and all those guys. So I was trying to mimic them, and yeah. I love blues. I just never thought of myself as a blues musician in that mm-hmm. right. You know, yeah. those guys were like way up here, and I'm just a little guy down here trying to figure out how to tune on this harmonica.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so I had been trying to play along, but it was it. But he gave me the real, you know, those those fellas that time gave me the introduction to really put me deep into the blues, and that's when I that's said. That's great. That's it, cause my dad listened to it around the house all the time. Yeah, my mom and dad used to dance to it. Yeah. So I just didn't, I just didn't understand it. So right. once I understood it, and then I understood the most of music that I really liked, you know, mm-hmm. all the soul music, all the Motown, all had its roots right there. Yeah. Gospel had its roots right there. Jazz, my dad had all had its roots. I went, oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The light came on. Yeah. The light came
0: on. I mean, you you have you are a blues musician. what is it about the blues that I mean? Obviously that you've got a deep connection there. Like, what, what is it about that genre?
1: Blues is is just pure. It tells a story of our lives, the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. And, you know, um, you know, you play the when you're feeling bad, you play the blues to feel better. And it's it's an interesting dynamic. Yeah. You know, a lot of the young folks, you know, consider in fact myself way back when, the blues are some guy in some three string guitar out in some. Feel you know yeah. you know singing some sad song, but once you realize and you immerse yourself in it and you start to listen to it and understand it, you realize that you've been listening to blues your whole life in one yeah. form or another, and you just didn't realize it. Yeah. And I tell everybody, I say everybody loves the blues; they just don't know it yet. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and 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 I can yeah. prove it. And, and in fact, I I uh, I did an experiment uh, with uh, some folks. Uh, we did a a little trio show mm-hmm. a bunch of years ago over at the Children's Museum mm-hmm. in Portsmouth. Yeah. And I had, I guess, about age six up to maybe 12 or 13 years old. in this room maybe about 20, 30 kids. And we were just playing some standard blues songs, you know, nothing fancy. And then I said, I said, how many of you know blues? And they all kind of like look at each other. And I said, I'm going to prove to you right now that you all know blues. Mm -hmm. I'm going to prove it to you. And I told the band, told the guys, I said, play a slow blues, standard one, four, five progression, just play a slow blues, 12-bar blues. And I told the kids, I said, now I want you to listen to this music. And when you feel... Something's about to change. I want you to raise your hand. Okay. So the kids were listening, and as we go through the one, went to the four, and I saw the kids kind of like the hands, kind of like hit.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and we changed, and then we went, we got the, and then as yeah. we went through the song, all of a sudden, on every change, we went, boom.
0: boom oh, I love boom, that. Boom. I love that. Boom. Yeah. I said,
1: you've been listening to blues your whole life. Yeah. That 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 format that 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 that, that chord structure. Has been in a lot of music you've heard throughout your life. You just didn't realize what it was and what the origins were. Yeah. I said, blues in in, in Sesame Street, commercials, yeah. movie soundtracks. Yeah. There's blues there all the time, and it's it's buried on there. And you and also by the way, you hear a lot more harmonica than you realize. Mm. Harmonica is in, in is in the undertone of so much music that you don't realize it's there. Uh, and so so I I proved my point. That's great. <laughs> That's
0: great. I love that. <laughs> Well, r- just last year, you became one of our local commissioners for the Newport News Arts Commission. Yes, yes. Is this your first time serving with the Arts Commission? My
1: very first time. Uh, Fantastic. I, uh, I didn't know any commission existed. Okay. Uh, and my wife had sent me a little flyer that uh, from Newport News, little flyer they put out. Mm-hmm. And she said, that's interesting. Did you know about this? I said, no, I didn't. So I did a little research, and they were looking for new members. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, uh, I've always avoided... Uh, being on the board of directors and yeah. things like that, because yeah. I always like to have my... I like to be able to speak my mind and then walk away.
0: Can't blame you there.
1: But this one intrigued me. Yeah. Uh, so I decided uh, just to submit for it, and uh, lo and hold, I was selected.
0: That's great. And
1: yeah. uh, it's been a wonderful experience. Uh, they do great work, um, and uh, it's been nice to To learn their mission mm-hmm. and how I can impact that mission, mm-hmm. and more importantly, how I can in, impact arts organizations in the uh, in the seven five seven.
0: Fantastic, and and I mean, why? Obviously, you kind of stepped outside of your rule for yourself. Like, I'm not going to serve on any kind of board, and then you decided this was worthwhile. So, w- what is it about supporting local arts that that made you kind of step out and put yourself out there for
1: that? Well, we have so much talent yeah. in this area. I mean, it's it's crazy how much talent we have here. As I go out of town and yeah. go places, uh, uh, I often have people say, "Yo, you're from Virginia. Wow, you do you know these folks? You know those folks? They've heard of us. Yeah. They've heard of what we have, and you know, you get to a point in your career where I've I've performed. I've you know, you know, done the late nights and all those kind of things, and mm-hmm. done some road touring and you know, a little, not a lot of that, but because that's rough work there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just felt that I had something to contribute, mm-hmm. uh, and this might be the place to do that. Yeah. Um, I love I'm a big proponent of grassroots support. Mm -hmm. Big proponent of grassroots support. You know we don't get big orchestras unless we start with small orchestras and we start with children and get them introduced to music introduced to instruments, introduced to singing introduced to all those things we don't get get the the Super Bowl you know, we don't get the Super Bowl stars until we start here and so with my family, all of my children, my wife, uh, my grandchildren, uh, they're all in the music some way, some form. My wife and all my children have all either recorded or performed with me. Mm-hmm. My grandchildren, they're off into the hip hop world, and they're doing their own things. Yeah. And now, my youngest grandchildren, my grandson, he's nine, he played drums with me on the show recently. That's great. Uh, my other grandson has just got his own keyboard, so he's learning how to do keyboard now. So, with that in mind, there's yeah. been music around, but it's always been difficult to find you know, a place for those young musicians to perform, Mm -hmm. to do their thing. Soundscapes is a good example of of providing young musicians a a stage to get on. Um, So I figured at this point, maybe that's where I can have my influence. Maybe that's the mission I have at this point is to be able to create those opportunities, whether it be through helping with the funding for some of those things through Mm -hmm. through the Arts Commission or just being an advocate uh, Mm -hmm. and giving, you know, a musician a, a, a voice and a place to go and do what they do. Um, I enjoy bringing young musicians on the stage. Yeah. I enjoy that yeah. uh, because... You, you
0: brought some soundscapes musicians up on stage Yes though, I have, on yes stage I have. Yeah.
1: And, uh, and we, and my approach to the chagrin of many, I, I take a sink or swim approach to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe in throwing them in the deep water. Uh, because <laughs> yeah. number one, they know when we play blues, and blues is one of the few structures, one of the few music structures that you can grab a bunch of people that have never seen each other, yeah. put them on the stage together, get a one, four, five blues structure going, and they all just, boom, follow them. They find their place, and they make music. Mm -hmm. On the spot, make music. And that's what these young folks do. Uh, I'll I'll throw them in a deep water. I'll bring them up. I had some, in fact, I had some soundscapes, some horn players once, Mm -hmm. and I said, what are we going to do? We're going to do some blues. Well, what are we going to do? We're going to do some blues. I said, what I want you (laughs) to do is, number one, I don't want you to think. I see you thinking. Stop thinking. I want you to feel. I want you to feel this. Close your eyes. And feel this music. And when you feel that you should be doing something with your instrument, you should already be doing it. Don't think about it because if you think about it, you've missed it, it's gone. This is passionate, in the moment, spontaneous, soulful music that comes from within. Mm-hmm. I said, you gotta let it out. Yeah. You gotta let it out. And okay. Don't worry I about it. I know they were nervous. Oh, I was oh, there for oh, that show. Oh, they were. They, but did you see after the first song? <laughs> yeah. I had to I couldn't drag them off the stage. Yes, they they was didn't great. want to they were, they were hovering like play me, Coach, play me. Yeah. <laughs> which yeah. was fine. Which it's is a fine. Lot of fun. And fun. Uh, and also part of that is that uh, teaching them there's a time and place. You have to wait. You don't mm-hmm. like you're not always the start of the show. Yeah, you know, and so sometimes you know you got your spot, now's your time to stand over here. I always teach them about time to take a victory lap too. Mm. You know, I tell them I said, Look. I could have you on stage all night, but if I bring you on stage for a couple of songs and then I kind of slide you off stage, then what I want you to do is I want you to work the room. Go around, get the high fives, <laughs> get the fist bumps, you know. Yeah. Let people praise you. Let people tell you that, that get the, get that juice going. Get that, yeah. get that, get that, get that, get that praise from folks, because they want to do it for you. Particularly if you're a musician. So go take your victory lap.
0: Yeah.
1: Go take your victory lap and enjoy that. You won't always get that, but when you get it, enjoy it. Yeah. So, yeah, we bring the young musicians on and we throw them out there. and We let them do their thing and they have a good time. And I said, and they said, well, what if I make a mistake? I said, well, what is a mistake? In my view for the blues, when I make a mistake, I'm just throwing in some jazz improvisation. There you
0: go. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I recently uh, had a friend of mine did a, a, a seminar up in Williamsburg uh, for uh, for the Winning Blues Jazz Fest, Victor Haskins. Mm-hmm. And he actually liked me to something. He said, he said, these people talk about bad notes. What if I hit a bad note? It's not that you hit a bad note. It's not the note that you hit. It's the note that you play afterwards Ooh. to make it right. So like when you when you hear a note and you say, well, all of a sudden you went off mm-hmm. on a tangent. Well, we hear songs that go off on tangents all the time. Yeah. It's not that they went off on a tangent. It's what do they do after that note. So if you hit a note, how do you fix it up? In blues, a lot of times you hit a bad note, they just mm-hmm. bend it. <laughs> like see, see they're bending those strings up those strings are being bent up for a reason Yeah. You know? and bb king said yeah. when i hit a bad note i just bend it up to the one it's supposed to be but in doing that it sounds so cool yeah oh
0: it yeah it sounds so cool you're giving away all your secrets now True. we're gonna know <laughs> <laughs> this is good this is good well i love this now because uh, you know having seen you brought the the young people from soundscapes up on the stage and then hearing that compared to your history that that's how you got started you got yes. pulled up you got cordial, thrown in the deep end. Thrown in the deep water.
1: And look where you are now. And look where I'm at now. Yeah, I, I I'm not that. sure where I'm at, but I, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good.
0: It's
1: but, good. <laughs> but you know, but it's 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 a lot of fun. Um, and I tell folks I have three rules. I have three rules that I adhere to, for my band, uh, and, and and they're very simple rules. Rule number one: have fun. Mm-hmm. Rule number one: have fun. We have one of one of the few jobs where people leave their job to come to watch us work because they want to feel better. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah, People come true. to watch us work because they want to feel better. What we do makes them feel better. They could be having a terrible day, tragedy in their lives. I've had, I I've had, um, I've had some just times where I was just fl- totally mind blown that somebody was in the audience because of something that happened. I had a lady. Uh, 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 have a song called I "Hear Mama's Voice."
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, we played at the Hampton History Museum, and it was laid out front, and, and she was there. And after the song was over at the break. She said, said, Bobby, thank you. You don't know how, how you made my day today. She said she lost her mother that morning. Oh,
0: my gosh. To
1: Alzheimer's. Wow. The long goodbye. Yeah. She said, and her husband had said, we're supposed to go see Bobby tonight. We'll cancel that. She says, no, I'm not going to cancel that. Bobby's going to make me feel better. Yeah. And so, wow. So she, stood, she sat there. She cried. But, hey, we made her feel better yeah. in that moment. So music is powerful like that. Yes, so rule number one is have fun. If we're having fun on stage... We project that fun out to the audience. Yeah. And I enforce that. Rule number two, no whining. <laughs> Don't whine to me. I know traffic is bad. I know parking was tough. I know it's cold. I know it's hot. I know you're hungry. Me too. <laughs> so no whining. Mm-hmm. No whining. Keep the whining off my stage. Number, rule number three, no drama. <laughs> I understand you got issues at home. I understand. Don't bring it on the stage.
0: Yeah.
1: So... Rule number one: Have fun. Rule number two: No whining. Rule number three: No drama. Okay. Those are my rules. Those are good rules. Those are my rules. Yeah. And I, and I and I and actually for the young musicians, um, you know the rule I always I, you, if you see me any young musician, I say what's rule number one and they always have fun. That's my thing with all the young musicians. Love rule that. One, have fun. Yeah. I don't worry about the whining and the drama with yeah. them yet. They'll they'll learn that later. They'll on. get
0: that. Yeah. Rule <laughs> it right now.
1: Rule number one: Have fun. They'll figure that out later on. So. Yeah.
0: So you have been such a wonderful supporter of Soundscape for so long. You, I mean, you, you, we talked earlier, you brought students up for your live shows. You've been out to see our program to work with some of the kids. Um, we have something coming up soon. We won't give all of it away, but no, there might be a, a, colop- a collaboration a, coming up. It's a secret. Yep, so, but something to look forward to. Um, but what is it, as, as somebody from the outside, Like, what is it about Soundscapes that has drawn you to our program?
1: Well, go back to rule number one. Fun. I see the kids having fun. And, uh, and when they're playing their instruments, they're learning, they're having fun. And I think that's very important. Um, they are learning about themselves and things they didn't know that they could do or they could think about, mm-hmm. uh, families are families and parents. I've had parents go, I never knew my, my, my son or my daughter had that in them. And yeah. they have always been shy, but they get on the stage and all of a sudden yeah. I see a whole new kid, yeah. you know, I didn't know I had. So I really, I really love that, uh, like I said, I was able to do some things when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, uh, which I probably that age didn't appreciate as much as I do now. Sure, yeah. Uh, so those opportunities, I watch my own kids, you know, what they've done. They've they've done so many different things, uh, you know, musically, on their own, uh, with me. Uh, so I think those are things that are good for kids to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd rather see them on a stage learning an instrument than sitting there with a phone or, or, or an yeah. iPad or something playing games. Yeah. Uh, this is something that... that stimulates them in ways and uh, that all those other things just don't in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, for my opinion. So the program is a program that that focuses on the kids. Yeah. And that's important. Again, as I've said before, you don't get the big people until you deal with the little people. You gotta teach the little people, you exactly. gotta grow you have to yeah. grow those audience. You have to grow those positions. Yeah. Um, and that's an important part of what you guys do and I love it. I oh, love it. Good. You know I'm I, I'm an old guy so they look at me and go, hey the old guy but but you know so I find my niche get in stick and move you know
0: well i know i love what you said about you know there are music experiences that you had when you were younger that you might not have appreciated as much then as you do now yeah exactly. but that i I mean it's an investment it's an investment we're making these young people
1: oh absolutely absolutely uh you know i tell people all the time you know you make a down payment today for the blessing you may need tomorrow and uh and um you know, for the things I do with the kids. Uh, you know, it's always hard. I t- it's a funny thing. When you're dealing with your own kids, it's like banging your head on the wall. You know, it's like sometimes it's easy to work with other people's kids because they'll listen to you. Your own kids won't listen to you. But it, the, the interesting <laughs> thing now is I see my children who are spouting back to me things I said to them when they were kids. You know, like now, they have, yeah. now they have their own kids. They go, oh. Yeah. I say, the yeah. older you get, the smarter I get. <laughs>
0: You're a little further along in this journey than I am. I'm looking forward to that moment. I haven't yeah. gotten there yet. Minor teenagers, so I've got a little ways to go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. But, you know, they grow, and music is a good thing, good thing for them to grow with. Absolutely. Um, and it's something they can take with them all the time. And, um, and like I say all my children, they, they, they have their own little niches about what they do. Um, you know, music. My son's a drummer. He likes reggae. But he's, a, yeah. he's, an, he's an awesome blues drummer, and he's performed with me, he's traveled with me, but he likes reggae. Okay, got okay, it. Okay, that's great. Uh, my yeah. daughter, Kayla Simone, uh, she's kind of neo-soul blues. Uh, she's all mm-hmm. over the map right now. She's doing a show tomorrow at, uh, you know, at Happy History Museum. That's great. And, uh, and I've been drafted to be part of that now, I found out. <laughs> um, but she's doing her own thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, which is fine. Uh, it's not my genre. Yeah. It's her genre, but that's her thing. My other daughter, Maya, up in Richmond, she does her own thing, and she has a beautiful voice, and she plays guitar and, and ukulele and flute, and she wow. went overseas, went over to the Middle East and did some shows. And, That's awesome. Uh, my daughter, Shana, down in, in uh, who's a school teacher in, in uh, Georgia, she sings, you know, and she played violin and some other things. So they've all had their niche. And in funny, my daughter in uh, Georgia, Shana, she recently said, send me my violin. I want my violin again. So, okay, there you go. Send her the violin, you know.
0: Great. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's great. Well, we are going to end every episode with the same four rapid fire questions. So get ready. Here Here we go. 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 I promise they're not too hard. Uh All right. Number one, what's your favorite instrument?
1: Harmonica.
0: I love easy questions, right? Starting, starting easy. What is a memorable recent concert that you've attended?
1: That I've attended seeing earth, wind and fire and, um, and Chicago. Ooh. That's a good one. I I have always loved Chicago. Yeah. And they went with Earth, Wind and Fire out at the amphitheater. Fantastic. And, oh man! Oh. That oh was, I bet that was oh, a good that show. Was phenomenal.
0: Phenomenal. Excellent. What was your dream job when you were a kid?
1: Ooh, dream job as a kid. I don't think I had a dream of any job when I was a kid. <laughs> for for a while, I thought I, was going, I wanted to be in Marines. Okay. I wanted to be in Marines and. I wanted to be in the Coast Guard, and that happened because my father, when I was about nine years old, my father would take me down to visit a Coast Guard cutter yeah. on Lake Erie. And when I decided, the morning I decided to join the the, uh, the I was going to join, and I decided to join the Air Force. Mm-hmm. The morning I decided I was going to join the Air Force, that memory came back, and mm-hmm. I got out, I walked out of the dormitory. I was at Cleveland State University. Walked out of the dormitory, it was cold. The bus going downtown was the first bus there. That was the bus to the Coast Guard recruiter. The rest is history.
0: There you go. <laughs> That's great. And if you had one magic wish for soundscapes, what would it be? Oh wow! It's magic, so you can do anything. Imagine
1: that you had all the funding you need to reach all the children that you could reach.
0: Awesome! A lot of children.
1: A lot of children are not being reached. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of talent that's not being tapped into. and uh, an opportunity to give them more opportunities to get on stage.
0: Well, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for coming out and having this conversation with me. And um, really, we'll we'll look forward to some fun collaborations soon, and we'll leave it at that.
1: Yes, Yes. All right. Absolutely.